it's just not good. It's not good. It's not good. I'm bored. She's boring. I'm boring. We're both boring. We go out to eat. We both read newspapers. Well, at breakfast, everybody reads. No, no. Lunch we read. Dinner we read. You read during lunch? Yeah. Oh. Well. There's nothing to talk about. Yeah, what's there to talk about? Well, at least you and I are talking about how there's nothing to talk about. Why don't you talk to her about how there's nothing to talk about? She knows there's nothing to talk about. At least you'll be talking. November 28th, 2021. Greetings, everybody. Here we are. Hello and hi. Hi, hi, hi. This is your last twip of 2021. We have made it through another year. Wow. These have been hard years. It's like... I hope you're all getting through it okay. Yeah, it's like hard to keep track of them now. Like pandemic times, right? I don't even know what day it is most of the time. So Then I'm trying to think of things that happened before the pandemic. And I'm like, was that... Was there a time before the pandemic? I'm not really sure. I'm not sure anymore. It feels like, was that a long time ago? I I just can't figure it out sometimes. And you know, it's the holidays now. So we're like extra super busy. So, and we don't have a lot to talk about uh, for this episode, so let's just get to it, shall we? And then move on and get out of here. All right, then we'll leave you alone. Right, for a little while anyway. Till the new year. Right. Okay, so um, by the time you are hearing this episode, voting for the 2021 Pendy Awards has completed. So thank you to everybody who nominated and who everybody who voted. Congratulations to all of our nominees. Yes. I will be shortly... Um, going through and tabulating all the results and contacting the winners to get their acceptance speeches, which will, of course, be the next trip, the first one of 2022 that you will hear in January. Yes, the assemblages of the speeches. Right. And, you know, I want to say again that the number of people who nominated people for Pendies was a fraction of the number of people who vote for the Pendies. So every year, every year we, we mention this, but... If you nominate, you have way more say in actually who ends up winning because you're helping to, to, you get much more say in who gets nominated because so much, so many fewer people do it. Every year I say to myself, I'm going to do that. And then I don't do it. Oh, you just outed yourself. No, Susan never nominates anyone. I'm just going to admit it because I'm a bad person. Why don't you nominate people, Susan? Because I get distracted by living. Well, that's a fair reason. And now there's a pandemic on top of living. So extra like fair reason. Extra. I guess I can't fault you for that. But we're lucky people did distract. nominate, so that we had official nominees that could be voted for. I'm just saying, I don't want you to feel bad. Right. Although I hope you do better next year. I hope I do better next year. We hope we all do better next Let's year. Let's be yes. better together. And uh, and nominate people for yeah. the 2022 pendies when it comes up next November. You know, remember this: 12 months from now. Right. 11 months from when you're here. Whatever. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. The only other piece of news is that uh, Genesis Avalon Patriot is moving right along. Nice. I believe we will have a premiere date for you soon. In fact, considering that the January twip will be all Pendy's results, so there's no news. For the next twip. Genesis Avalon Patriot might even premiere before you get another real twip. Do we have a date? We have a tentative date, but we're still waiting to see to be sure production gets to where it needs to be. Okay, I didn't know that. And if so, then you may 
have a new pendant show to listen to before you get the next regular twip in February. Wow, fancy. So that's all I was saying. Okay. But, you know, we said winter, and that's still where we're at. That's somewhere in there. So keep an eye on our social media feeds and website and the Genesis Avalon podcast feed. You'll be the first to know. We will keep you updated. We will. From Los Angeles, California, we have Jordan Dreyer on the line. Hi. Hello. (laughs) How are you, Jordan? I'm good. How are you, Jordan? It's not often you get to talk to another Jordan. I know. (laughs) I know. Yeah, it's kind of funny. This is going to be fun. (laughs) Yeah. At least least the listeners can tell the difference between our voices. (laughs) Yes. I swear I'm not recording two sides of a mic or whatever. This is the real Jordan Dreyer. Yes. (laughs) Yes. How are things out in the greater LA area? It's nice because it's getting colder. And like today was, today the high was 80, but like it gets cold fast and it's dark at like 430. So I I, I like the changing seasons. You're not Uh, so far south that you uh, don't have changing seasons? No. And like, yeah, for the most part, I grew up in Florida. So. Uh, I know what it's like to not have changing seasons. Oh, where about? In Orlando. Like, um, because it, yeah, it it becomes less humid and it it can freeze like one time per winter. Mm -hmm. And they say that it helps the oranges taste sweeter. Uh, (laughs) I I don't know if that's true or not, but like, yeah, um, mostly it'll be like 75 or something on Christmas Day. And Mm -hmm. that's normal in Florida, at least Orlando. I'm sure it's even warmer in Miami, but. Uh, in Tallahassee, where I went to college, it it does get cold, and there is seasons because North Florida is pretty much South Georgia. Well, I live in Atlanta, and we have two seasons: pollen and hot pollen. Oh yeah, the pollen. <laughs> I always think about. There's this image that comes up on Facebook every now and then, which shows a boy looking out his window, all happy, like it pollened last night, instead of snow. Yeah, yeah. I could have my car in like covered parking for a week. And I would come back and it would be covered yellow, the whole car. And then when when it does rain, the first rain after the pollening, like Mm -hmm. it's so gross, (laughs) yellow and green. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So luckily it doesn't really do that in California, but it does get dusty. Mm -hmm. So that's not as gross. Yeah. Now you're not near any of the, are the fires still going? I don't know. Um, actually, it wasn't that bad here. Like the majority of the bad was like Sacramento and San Francisco, which is like okay. eight hours away. Right. Right. So, um, like this entire season, it hasn't been that bad here. Like there was one day I think that I smelled smoke. Mm-hmm. I think the whole time I've lived in Atlanta, we had something, and I smelled it once, but it wasn't like you guys have out there. Do they do the controlled burns in Georgia, like they do in Florida? I don't think so. I mean, the only time I remember there being anything of consequence was um, when the Smoky Mountains were on fire a few, you know, a few, I mean, like 10 years ago. Like the Gatlinburg, I remember the thing with Dolly Parton giving money to her workers and stuff. Yeah, that might have been at that time. And then there was this other thing where sand was coming over from Africa. 
and it well, messed everything doing up that, apparently. Yeah, but it was like some unique thing that had happened, and it was like way more than normal or whatever. Oh yeah, and it was like a big deal. So and, I think I remember that was within the last six years or something because something like that. I used to do closed captioning for a job, and I'd have to report on that kind of stuff. Mm. So you'd like type out all the words. It's more like a voice recognition thing, like when you type when you talk to Siri and she writes stuff down for you. Uh huh. Like our company had both the people that write, the stenographers, and mm-hmm. the voice writers. Which yeah, you're talking into a microphone, so you're listening and talking at the same time. It's really kind of difficult. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. You have to add in. You'd be like forty-five comma sixty-five comma and forty period or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, let, let's talk about that a little bit first before we jump into um, Major Machine. Okay. Um, so you, t- tell us what you do. <laughs> okay, so I do a variety of things right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I am a voice actress, and mm-hmm. I'm working on that. I've done some narration. A lot of the, my work is narration, like the non-glamorous stuff of voiceover, the narration, e-learning, uh, company hiring videos kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I finally did my first like real video game. It'll be a mobile game coming out in May, a well-known cool. um, franchise. And uh, I'm still working on, like, I'm still kind of at, like, I'm not a beginner. I am at the, like, the beginning of my long career is what I like to think. And um, besides voiceover, though, I do tutoring for, like, English for non-native speakers on a mm-hmm. website. Um, I work at a Cold Stone ice cream, which was supposed to just be a summer job. Because like last year, I was in France teaching English for seven months with a program. And then I was going to go back. And so I was working at Cold Stone just for the summer. And then I decided not to go back. I would just rather stay here and, and really work on voiceover and develop it. And I don't really want to be a teacher forever. So, and then with the virus. Wait, wait, wait. You were in France yeah. teaching English during the assistant, pandemic? Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, in the beginning, it was nice because things were more open than they were in L.A. at the time. And then the French president shut everything down in November. So for the majority of my time in France, there was a curfew at six o'clock and you had to fill out a paper to justify why you're going to the store and stuff like that because they were much stricter. So, like, I know it'll be a lot of the same thing if I go back now and I don't really want that. So I decided to stay here. And that's why I still have Cold Stone as a job. Mm. (laughs) And. So besides that, Coldstone, uh, I also have a a transcription thing that I do for like a court reporting company where they send audio files and you have to turn the files into a script. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. So I do a variety of things, <laughs> like at least four jobs. What made you decide that you wanted to move off of like straight? Um, captioning or reading or um and even teaching to doing something more drama based or acting based it's always actually been the goal i don't know because i really started like learning about getting into voiceover like in middle school and when when i was able to be like oh brock and kaiba have the same voice that's a, that's an actor and like, because you've become mm-hmm. old enough to distinguish things, and um, mm-hmm. 
So I was always interested from there. And like, I, I actually pursued music in college and thought I would be in the London Symphony Orchestra playing French horn. But then after going to various competitions, I was like, no, I, I like music, but I don't want to play that much. I don't want to practice six hours a day. So then I thought about the military for a bit. And then I decided, well, why not voiceover now? And so every every job I've had, like since 2013, has been to support voiceover. So that's always been the goal. And it's not like I wanted a career in captioning or something that was just to pay the bills while I'm pursuing acting classes and and stuff like that. Sure, Waiting sure. for voiceover to take over and be the, the main career. Like I hope to be full time one day. That would be cool. <laughs> then comes along Major Machine. Mm-hmm. So how did you hear about Major Machine? I'm trying to remember now if it was Discord or Twitter, which one I saw first. Because usually the things that are on Discord are often shared from Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I think it was Discord from the voice acting community Discord group. Okay. And I was just like, okay, cool. It's a, it's not paid, but it's, it's like a fun radio drama thing. And I think I auditioned for Kylira and was given Winlow. Okay. And um, how has that been for, how's that been for you? Um, how have you been adapting to Winlow? I think, yeah, I like her more and more. She's getting more devious and, <laughs> and, and <laughs> like, it's like, I wish I had known this in the beginning. I don't know if they ever, because it's not, they, they never like send a character breakdown thing of this is what's going to happen and like things right. like that. And so I'm like loving, like she, she's like, she wants to replace Chanley. And I was like, cool. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's not just the yes, ma'am um, person who thinks mm-hmm. she's better than the other assistants. Like she's also, she has, she has goals. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Some of the stuff that you've done. So let's see. Uh, episode seven, I believe, dropped recently. So we can talk about stuff up to seven. So up to it not being spoilery um, in season two. But are there any scenes that you've done or is there anything that you have that stand out that you're really proud of that you've that you've done with Winlow? Nothing really stands out. I just think the entire story, because when I first began reading the story, I was like, oh, it reminds me so much of Final Fantasy VI. I don't know why, but that's where I went in my head. Mm-hmm. And and then, like, some of the other stuff is reminding me of, of Full Metal Alchemist with the, like, ancient civilization they're digging up and stuff. Uh, but as far as... I don't know. I think I think it's fun to play off of the other assistants. I think it's Mallory. Um whichever one is always like getting in trouble for something and like i don't know just how snarky and like because i'm not like that in real life so it's fun to to be to be mean to to to, like someone else and and to be able to speak back and be like well you're late because you're stupid or you know like this kind of thing it's good to be bad (laughs) yeah it lets out your dark side that you yeah that you wish that you could do in real life but society and politeness gets in the way and even though some people really deserve it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay. So you've had her for a little while now, and we will be hearing more of her soon, I presume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, is there something that you are hoping to to get to do with Winlow? Blinky's listening. <laughs> 
No, I just, I'm just interested in seeing where the story goes and, uh, yeah, like, I, like, hopefully she doesn't die or anything. <laughs> I don't want her to be written out. Like, uh. It's a superhero show. Death doesn't anything. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just want to, I, I guess there'd be some back, if there could be some more backstory things or. So I don't know how much backstory has been written about each of the assistants or even Lady Chanley herself. I'm sure there must be some pe- stuff in the people's heads, but, uh, and that, huh, usually that kind of stuff is, unless it like has a major impact on the current plot, like that would be like a, a filler episode or a spinoff or something. And so maybe it's not that important, but it would be interesting anyway. All right. So cool. Well, are you going to be auditioning for more stuff in Pendant? Yeah, I'll look into it. It's been a while since I've like paid attention to Discord because I feel like I've been so busy with all these other jobs. And I, I really do need to... Well, now you're on the Pendant Discord, so you'll get yeah. it straight from Tilly once yeah, it's Yeah, uh, I need posted. to carve out more time for voiceover in general, like to get back to the marketing and like random auditions and stuff like mm-hmm. on Discord and the... And Twitter, whatever, like this kind of stuff. And um, there's also the Pendant website, pendantaudio.com, yeah. and slash casting calls to see what stuff's out there. And as of, well, when this airs, the casting call will be closed, but you still have a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So don't tell anyone. But you still have a day to audition for Double Falsehood. Yeah, for I look into it. And then Shakespeare. <laughs> I've always had a hard time with Shakespeare. Some people have, like, live it, breathe it. Yeah, I was just teaching one of my students about it today because she's mm-hmm. uh, Polish, but um, she's pretty far along in English. And so mm-hmm. I was like, this might be interesting to deepen your like knowledge of English. Oh, that's cool. You were looking at the Taming of the Shrew. <laughs> <laughs> so what else so, have you got? Oh, no, go ahead. No, I said, what else have you got? Oh, well, let's see. Um, there's so many different ways I could go with that question. Oh, wait, I'm interviewing you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess so now these days you're you're doing the teaching, mentoring. Um work english for um english as a second language kind of thing okay that's one of them and oh can can you tell us anything about the game that's coming out in may can you tell us Uh, what the franchise is i know it's a zombie game but (laughs) but so that's yeah that's it and uh it's a mobile game so and for me i was surprised i was like wow mobile games have come farther than i thought because it seems mm-hmm. like it's it's pretty long and like the it because I was like wow several hours to finish the story like I didn't know mobile games had come that far mm-hmm. besides like the kind where you like build empires or like Candy Crush or, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to like make you mm-hmm. break NDA or anything like that. Yeah. All right. Cool. Can you tell us what's next on? on your list of to-dos? Next, uh, really, like, working on getting another, because I have one agent. It would be nice to move up and to have at least two, because uh, 
like you can have like six or eight or and just to be able to start really doing commercials because that's something I haven't can't really do without an agent um, paying off debt <laughs> that's definitely yeah. foremost on the to-do list I feel like I can't take any acting classes without feeling guilty because I'm like well that money really should be going towards my debt payments and student loan and horror stuff whatever well so uh, does your career I know. And like, yeah, they say you have to spend money to make money. And it's been a while. One one past acting teacher was like, you should either be in a class, be leaving one or be just joining one. And I would like to get back to that kind of status. It's just been Mm -hmm. a while. Uh, So I don't know, like to get to get to a consistent marketing thing of emails and like social media and stuff that that's really that and then revamping my website. Um, cause I don't want to be on WordPress anymore. I want to move it to Wix. So yeah, okay. those, there's several things. Well, good luck with that. Thank you. <laughs> um, and there, you know, as you get to know more and more pendant people, you'll, you'll see in here that, you know, we've got a lot of people who are all over the place with different levels of depth into the business. So mm-hmm. you never know. Mm-hmm. It's a lot about who you know. Sometimes. Rather, yeah. One reason to move to Los Angeles is for like all the networking stuff. I mean, there's not as much going on right now. Well, yeah, yeah. Like these but kinds of dinners and coffees and whatever. Ho- hopefully, soon, sanity will return. I know. Because <laughs> I'm telling you that this is zombie apocalypse. I'm, I'm not giving it a good rating on Yelp. I'm just not. <laughs> Yeah, I would like. I mean, I, yeah, I want. I want to, in case like this, you know, if society really breaks down one day, I want to know how to, uh, like, I want to learn certain life skills, such as like skinning a chicken, <laughs> taking the feathers off, like to to be like one of those old ladies in the in the old country <laughs> who has to do everything, like take the feathers off the chicken, then do the organs and like that kinds of stuff, and also to know which mushrooms can you eat and and like i don't know foraging Uh uh so like i can be useful to my clan of people as we survive the outbreak right right well i i think those are important lessons to learn i i might i myself i think i'm going to put those lessons off until i know that i'm going to need them well now's the time to get good at them when when your life doesn't depend on it probably yeah yeah I don't know. But your level but it, of retention may be higher with a higher level of need. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like when it comes to learning a language, mm. like I really want to get better at Spanish. And there's a lot of Spanish in LA, obviously, but mm-hmm. I don't have much need for it. But like when I was in France, I already knew French. But when I got there, I was like, I know French. And then it was like everybody was speaking and I was getting like only 60% of what they were saying. And so it took like, three months to really fully feel confident again mm-hmm. and so because the, the need was high right and on the whole immersive thing yeah can't use much english <laughs> oh you can they just don't let you know <laughs> well i don't know it's in like a smaller region so it's true there where many of them did not know english mm-hmm. as much as like a big city might okay so um we're gonna shift gears and move it into what we call bullet questions okay there are no wrong answers (laughs) 
I won't lie. Some answers are better than others, but okay. there are no wrong answers. Good. <laughs> Ready? All right. Your favorite Muppet? Uh, Kermit. Good choice. <laughs> favorite pizza topping? Hey, you've seen my hey, pepperoni. Pepperoni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I'm not good. I'm not. I don't know that many Muppets actually. So, like, yeah. There is a 12-step program. It starts with Sesame Street, and I don't, we'll talk about the rest later. Okay. Um, favorite Star Wars movie. Uh, the first one. I mean, the Phantom Menace, because that's the first one I saw. Phantom Menace? You're going with Phantom Menace? Yeah, I mean, because it's the most nostalgic for me. Even if it's not the best, it's still... Because it's, it's what got me into Star Wars, so yeah. Okay, that's fair. Uh, favorite Star Trek movie? The uh, Wrath of Khan, of course. And I guess with that one, I have to ask which one? Well, the first one. The second one's kind of dumb. I mean, the the modern one. <laughs> the one you didn't like the one with Cumberbatch. Uh, no, because I don't know. It's like they just change things just to be, and I and I don't like, because like with the new Star Wars movies too, when people replay plots just because they can, and like to play on the nostalgia of fans, like it's just dumb. Mm -hmm. Like, be original, write a new plot. Sure, sure. Although one one can argue, because I think JJ said this. He did it purposely as an homage, but maybe it was too much homage. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they did that with the, with the other Star Wars movies, too. But yeah, it's just too much. Just I, I gave him a pass on seven, not on nine. Nine was a travesty. Anyway, favorite Marvel movie or TV show? Because now there are a ton of as those. As far as first of mind, Captain America came to my mind, the first Captain America. But I think uh, if I can get a second, it would be... Guardians of the Galaxy, because I think it's the best, like, standalone, and I like sci-fi stuff. Okay. And also giving equal time, favorite DC movie or TV show? Um, I'm worse at DC, so uh, Wonder Woman, because There's I haven't seen... There's nothing wrong with that answer. <laughs> I haven't seen, like, the other ones at all, actually, so yeah. Awesome. And if you really, really enjoyed Gal in that, then... Or I should say Gal. I think Gal. Gal, they say the L too long. I'm pronouncing it wrong. Um, um, if you like her, check out Red Notice because I know it's on my list. Yeah, because uh, I I like we, The Rock and Ryan Reynolds, and uh, I think it seems like a good company. And I like heist movies. So yeah, yeah, we did it as family movie night last night or the night before, and it was awesome. Yeah, because I remember seeing the when I first opened Netflix that day, and I was like, "What's this movie?" And it's a Netflix mm -hmm. only. I was like, "This looks fun." Yes, highly recommended, folks. Can we find you on uh, social media? Yeah, but I'm not very active. <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> like, so I, I like because I know that I know these things are important, but like, I also just don't like social media. So I am on Twitter. Under Pootsies, mm -hmm. which um, Pootsie is like a made-up Pokemon I made a long time ago. Uh, P-U-Z-I-E-S. And that's also my Discord name. On Instagram, it's just Dreyer.Jordan. And that's it. I'm not going to give Facebook because um, I don't friend <laughs> people unless I know them in real life. Right. And yeah, I'm most active on Instagram, I guess, but I'm not good at I don't really talk back to other people i don't like that's the like yeah that's that's where the marketing part lies is 
in in the communication and the back and forth with the people and I'm I all just like post a picture and get off because I don't want to be sucked in and stuff like that. Yeah. I get it. So um folks can find me on Twitter at JG underscore QA and on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Jordan dot Gottlieb dot five zero three six. And um yeah I know how you you feel I used to post like a bunch of stuff and now I read it more for the articles about what's going on in the Marvel MCU, what's going on on, you know, this, that, and the other thing and how how that crazy thing works. Yeah. I know. Like if you want to be active, I mean if you want to be like successful on Twitter, apparently, like you have to tweet like, I don't know, five times an hour, ten times a day, something like that. I know and I don't have that much to say. <laughs> so I'm like, what am I? Because I'm just at work. It's like, what do I talk about? Nothing comes to mind. Well, I see enough stupid stuff that I have. There's plenty of things I could call out. I've started calling out stuff that I'm like, are you kidding me? Kind of things, but I haven't like really like unloaded on anything. Yeah, and... like that would be interesting. But then it's only like one thing per, because then you're only thinking of that like at one time of the day, maybe. I don't know. And then like five hours later, are you still going to type about tweet about that thing? Right. I mean, other people are covering it pretty well for me. Like, you know, Mark Hamill. (laughs) I know. A lot of times he'll post something and then he'll comment and be like, yeah, I can't top that. (laughs) Yeah. It's just better to share. (laughs) You know what you you said? You said it best, Master Jedi. I'm I'm good. (laughs) Yeah. The 80 20 rule. They say Mm -hmm. like, 80% 80% sharing other people's stuff. So go ahead. <laughs> share <your> stuff. <laughs> that and the far side cartoons. I added those to my feed because in 2020, my feed was getting pretty dismal. Adding that definitely lightened it up. Are you talking about Twitter? Uh, no, that went on my Facebook feed. Oh, okay. Because Gary Larson, thank God, came out of retirement. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. One of the my friends. The sun was shining really again. That. Yeah. I don't think he's doing it daily, but it's, yeah, there's some good stuff. Yeah, I and, like the onion. <laughs> that's my, <laughs> yeah. That's my thing. The onion is good. Yeah. At, at FSU, uh, we had one called the eggplant. So it was like the, the campus version, and they'd talk about stupid things on campus or whatever. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, at the beginning of these interviews, I usually say we have questions. Hopefully you have answers or this is very short and one-sided. Well, now we know what happens when Jordan interviews Jordan. This is the interview that answers that question. Magic and lots of talk about Star Wars and Florida, whatever. I don't know. (laughs) I told you it was going to be laid back. Yeah. Good. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for, oh man, my schedule. Um, and, and, and your and, virus shot. Oh, yeah. Booster shots, kids. Got to get yeah, them. Yeah, I think I'll probably, I don't know, that that I have a debate about because of, I mean, all these things about how certain countries haven't even got their first round of shots. And so I'm like, do I deserve a booster shot? And yeah, other I think of it that way. One. You're here. You have it available to you. you. It's paid for with your taxes. Just keep yourself and everybody around you and that you could ever possibly in contact with 
safe. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I would justify it in that I'm doing it for my roommate who's high risk and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, d- dude. Yeah, definitely. But like, I got my second one in June, so my booster wouldn't be till sometime in December. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is that's coming months. up anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's not that far. So cool. Thank you again. Thank you. Nice. And, and we will kick this back to Tilly and Susan. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview. It's over. Coming out Wednesday, December 1st, The Kingery, Season 11, Episode 10. Initiating transfer of sessions for Session 0012. and Slaka. That's from the first day you ever took me oh, on. Yes. Well, I am quite fond of Veracing Opera, as it turns out. That particular event is one of my favorite memories of you. It seems it's been a recurring pattern of thoughts lately. Really? Oh, yes. I've spent a great deal of time thinking about what you said. Our relationship was much more simple when we first started. I had a clear objective and goal. You were not in an exclusive relationship, and I wished to experience one with you. I suppose it was naive of me to assume that we could simply go back to that, but I had hoped a repetition of that pattern would have made this easier. Unfortunately, you had other plans. Which is a shame, since I had to give away the tickets to the new revival staging that was on your birthday. Although, the couple that took them seemed to be very much in love, so I'm sure they appreciate Wait a second. You're telling me that was what you had planned for after dinner that night? You got tickets they were almost impossible to get to? To match our first date? Coming out Wednesday, December 8th, Mage and Machine, Season 2, Episode 8. Keep the engine lit. Be ready to take off the moment I give the word. Understood, man. It's time to update Natajak. I'm on the ground with Mechanimo. So far, all clear. We're about to head in. Excellent. Keep me appraised if anything changes. Will do. Talk to you later. Jeez. Look at all those trash buildings. It's like I'm staring at a history book. Have you even read a history book? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't stay in school long enough for them to make me read anything. But I've seen pictures... The break in the fence is this way. Once we're in, follow close. There's not a lot of cameras on this side, but there's still a couple we've got to avoid. I used to have a disruption implant that was great for taking those out. Don't worry. I've got a camera disruptor in my bag. But at this hour, there's someone watching the cameras. And I don't need him coming here to investigate. Coming out Wednesday, December 15th, Seminar, episode 102. 102? 102. 102. Just an odd way to say it, but... 102. You say it. Who am I to judge? 102.
I'm working on my paper. I'll just stand back here and... Not watch. Your entire premise is flawed, Tom. It's due tomorrow. Now is not the time. I tried to tell you before, but you wouldn't listen. There's no such thing as the natural, Lynn. There is. I've experienced it myself. You and every other lunatic in the world? Lunatic? Don't lump me in with the werewolves. Harsh. La la la, the show is almost done. Okay, that's it. We're all done. Okay, I want to go back to that. What? Who are you to judge? Seemed like you were judging. No. That's what you were doing. No. Judging hard. I, I was not. <laughs> I did not mean to, which is why I said what I said. Ah, so you were backpedaling. Is that what that was? <sighs> <laughs> I don't think I like this. This is bad. It's not good. What are you doing to me? I just... I'm... I'm pointing something out. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Be sure to stop by the website at PendantAudio.com, the Twitter feed at PendantWeb. We're on Facebook at Facebook. Oh, boy, I messed the whole thing up. Yeah. Uh, Facebook.com slash PendantAudio. No. From <laughs> Tumblr at PendantAudio.tumblr.com. You can find us as Pendant Productions on YouTube. And that's just going to have to be good enough. 2021, y'all. Woo! (laughs) Your professional ending to a professional year with us. (laughs) If that doesn't sum it up, I don't know what does. (laughs) We'll see you back here next month for the Pendy Award results. This is Susan Bridges. And Tilly Bridges. Thanks for listening. I got nothing. I'm tired. (laughs) I too am tired. Are you tired? Let's all go take a nap. Bye! We're gonna lay down now. Okay, shh. Woo! Woo! It's happening! The theme to TWIP is Mr. Exposition by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0. The end of the show. That's 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 the end of the show.